the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Thank you. Amen. You're tuned into another edition of Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Alongside my guest co-host, he's back, you guys, Dr. Suggs, Kevin Lamar Suggs. Hey, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, thank you so much for the invite. I must have been okay, so you're, I'm back. With well, you. I, I mean, I got a lot of good feedback about you. A lot of people said that you were really good, especially when it came to you and, and the questions that you posed to a lot of the guests. Um, and, you, and you, I mean, you know, I mean, look at you, man. You, you're very calm. You have a very calming presence <laughs> and all that. So, I mean, that helps, right? Hey, why not? Yeah. What do you think about that Reagan quote? You know, it, it's very true, and, and, and it's, you know, I go back and people bring up things that Reagan said. You know, I didn't realize the impact that he had and who he was when he was in his presidency, but everything he says rings true, and, you know, freedom is only a generation away, and, you know, we're borderline right now where we could, you know, lose that freedom, you know, with some, certain people that are in charge now and some of the things they're trying to do. Right, and, and, and to those people who are looking on Facebook Live, hey, we are live on AM560, The Answer. Hey, give us a call, 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. I really didn't, not, didn't invite any guests to be on the show. Uh, I want to take your calls about what's happening with this coronavirus. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about um, the governor, Governor Pritzker, um, declaring a, what was it called, a stay in place? Well, not stay in place. Hey, wait, what did he call it? Uh, I think stay in shelter or, or shelter I, in place, shelter in place, shelter in place. So, yeah. So I think, I mean, we want, we want to hear you and what you have to say, because at five o'clock today, you basically have to go home, stay home. Now, to be fair, um, they, they did say that you can go out and jog and, you know, you can go out and walk, walk your the dog. dog. Right. But did you notice that you can't just take, get in your car and just take a drive around? Nope, they'll stop you. That's what, at least what they're, what they're saying. And they also said that if there's 10 or more people within the, you know, congregated, 
they're going to get stopped pretty much. Yep. I kind of almost feel like, in some sense, some sense, some sense, it's almost borderline martial law without calling martial law. You know, people are getting technical, but it, you know, in some in some regards, it is martial law because basically they're telling you you can't go and unless and whenever you have to have restrictions or you know exceptions, yeah. that's your, your borderline martial law. And if you go to Illinois.gov, they actually have the the declaration. The declaration it was it was a declaration that he the, the uh, executive order that mm-hmm. the governor sent out. They actually have the frequently asked asked questions, and and you know when you look at what some of those questions, a lot of those answers for people. If you're looking, because I think I think sometimes you know we, we're going to have a show today. I think we're going to have a real fun packed show. I think we're going to have a real serious discussion. Sometimes you know uh, we 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 don't have conversations anymore about tough mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know we you get you, it's like if you don't believe it's as serious as somebody else, you're shamed into saying that you can't. Who are you? You can't be that person, right? You know, but. In reality of it, we've seen, we now know who the population that this virus is really targeted after, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Senior citizens. Yes. Let's figure out a way to, 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 to isolate them in a way that's not dehumane. De, de, wait, wait, how do, what's that word? I'm, 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 my tongue is... Well, we don't dehumanize them. Right. Or don't make them feel like they're human. Right. But we go out and we try to protect them. Mm-hmm. Because... And, and another thing that, that re- that's really getting at me, that's really gnawing at me, is that when, when you see the reporting of the coronavirus, it's always the death rate. Yes. It's never the recovery. What about the people that are recovering? Right. And, you know, there's been a few um, things I've watched on TV where they've actually now starting to interview people who have. And so that's kind of a calming effect to say, hey, we went through it. This is where I am. And they give a little bit more detail about this, the downward slope after they, you know, uh, contact the disease. So Yeah. And, 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 and when you look at it, I personally, I think the numbers are skewed. I think, I think when you look at how they're, 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 and hopefully my good buddy Steve Phillips is going to join mm-hmm. us later on in the show at some given time mm-hmm. to talk about Because he and I have been going back and forth on Facebook message talking about the numbers, mm-hmm. how they're coming up with the, 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 the mortality rate when they don't really, not enough people have tested right. to, to figure it out, right? Right. And I was listening this morning on the news. They were talking about how... Uh, Governor Cuomo was talking about how, you know, let's not get alarmed because the more tests that get out there, the numbers are going to spike. But that doesn't mean that there's new cases. This Correct. is just now they're catching up with testing positively or negatively. Correct. And, and, and you know, when you look at what's what's how it how, how this guy, I think it's been here a lot longer than what's being led on, because I remember back in January, my entire family was out. Mm-hmm. Some of these same symptoms that they're saying. Mm-hmm. My entire family was out, except my little baby girl. She was the only one in the family that didn't get sick whatsoever. Really? But we were all just out of it. I mean, especially my wife and my son. My wife had every last one of those symptoms. What, did, did, do you know anybody that's had those symptoms? Unfortunately, I don't know anyone that, I, that has discussed it, but I, no, I don't know anyone yet, as of now. So where do, where, where do we go? I mean, I, I, I had a friend posted something on Facebook, Takia. Hollowell, I don't know if you're friends with her. She's on <laughs> Facebook. But she posted this. She said, we, we, I think she thinks we set a dangerous precedent. Mm-hmm. And this, is, this was the, um, the meme. The coronavirus will come and go, but the government will never forget how easy it was to take control of your life, to control every sporting event, classroom, restaurant table, and church pew, and even if you're allowed to leave your own home. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I struggle with that because part of it I see uh, they're concerned about the people that aren't taking heat or aren't following the guidelines. So they're trying to, in a way, force those people to pay attention. But, you know, there's so many other people that are doing, following the guidelines, uh, you know, but then that 
becomes a control thing because they're not doing exactly what they want and how they want it. So, you know, I, I, have, I have an issue with that. You yeah. know, it's, it's safety, yeah. but at the same time, it's borderline control. Yeah, I agree. So when you look at one of the things that I wish would have happened was, you know, because I, I, I made a post about um, Governor Prescott closing the bars and restaurants that I didn't think he had the authority to do it. I got a lot of pushback. A lot of people saying, you're wrong, you're wrong. Well, I know how to read statues. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't think he had the power. Well, the Edgar County Watchdogs reposted something later saying we were, they were right. Governor Prisco did not have the power. Okay. Now, that's, that's a, here's a problem. Because if you can unilaterally shut down a business, a bar, which I, look, to your point, look, mm-hmm. I get the severity. I get the, 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 the issues with what's happening. Mm-hmm. But at the sake of freedom and liberty, I, I, that's, and, and that's, I think that's the conversation we got to have after this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because I think so many changes are going to come after this that uh, it, right. it kind of scares me a little bit. But, it, but I, this is what I wish he had done. I wish he had uh, convened uh, an emergency session down in Springfield mm-hmm. and said, look, these are the powers that I need. I think a lot more people would would have been okay with that mm-hmm. than just him unilaterally making these decisions mm-hmm. on his own. Right. Now I get that that doctor 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 Easy, what's her name? Uh, I, I can't. It's, I it's, it's, an, it's, name, a, yeah. it's an African name, but mm-hmm. that lady is fire. She is she is amazing. If you mm-hmm. if you've not listened to her, mm-hmm. go back and listen to some of her. She's so calming. She's so reassuring. Mm-hmm. She's I mean, and she's just tell, telling the truth. Right. Which I wish the news media would do. Just tell the truth. Just report the facts. Don't report your opinion when it comes to these type of things, especially when you're a journalist. Exactly. You're creating this mass hysteria for people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, that's where the the partisans coming in. You know, because the media mostly is you know driven by the liberal. And they're trying to use this to their advantage. I'll leave it at that. I could say more, but I'll leave it at that. Because because we don't want to do petty politics, right? Right. Because petty politics in the midst of of, of something that's happening like to this degree, to this nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, leave the petty politics at at, at the water's edge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really was trying to post stuff about, you know, giving people information, but I kept seeing all this misinformation being put out there and people posting uh, people that died that never been died before. Right. I mean, attributing that to de- the, the, the president Trump and all that. It's like, right. really, come on people. We, right. th- now is not the time. The scams that are going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, pe- people are afraid. Yes. They are afraid. Now, should, should, should they live in fear? That's the question. Right. No, no never, never should live in fear. You know, it's just be educated on what you need to do. Make the adjustments and keep moving. Keep living. Keep moving forward because we're going to get past this. Hey, we're about to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why governors should lead and the role of the federal government in the time of uh, crisis. Give us a call. 312-642-5600. Do you believe JB Governor JB Prisker handled this correctly? Uh, what are your thoughts? Give us your thoughts. Um, go to Facebook. Share this link. Uh, we're live on AM560. The answer you're listening to Black and White on AM560. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Alongside me, Dr. Suggs is back in the studio. In the house. In the house, brother. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Wait, you look like you like house music. You house music? Oh, I, I, that was, I was in the club. Well, I was in See? the clubs. I was in the clubs at the time. Did so. you do do you do the footwork and all that oh, stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, working up a sweat. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to try. 
do the footwork, <laughs> but try is, you know. Uh, try. Well, you tried. <laughs> no, I tried. <laughs> so I, I, I thought, I thought, you know, I never want. I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not that guy that likes to um, make politicians feel bad about the job that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I support the office, right. no matter who's in the office. Right. It, it, even here in the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. I may not agree with Governor Pritzker's politics, right. but I think it's now is the time to get behind him as our leader of the state. Right. But I, but yet I still have the right to question his 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 motives and why he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the conversation that no people are afraid to have these conversations because they're shaming you. Right. You can't have these conversations. What are your thoughts about that? You, you immediately become either a racist or just because you don't think the same way someone else does. You know, so no one wants to discuss because they don't want to get into an argument because there's no rational discussion right. about any topic anymore. Right. I mean, and, and, and you can't have any any kind of uh, of, of, of discussion that's that's different or or because because now you're intolerant. Mm-hmm. Now you're heartless. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people who 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 truly love this country who truly love that document, the Constitution of the United States of America, who truly understand what it means to be a rep- constitutional republic, mm-hmm. I don't think you should, you should just, just push them to the side and call them all those names because they continue to want to fight for this country. Right. Right? Yeah. Am, I, am, I, am I missing something? Am I off? No, no. America first, you know, but people are become so polarized that, you know, they've, they've lost sight of who we are and what we're all about. You know, and they're trying to change things. I get that because right. we do need to modify. Things need to be tweaked. Nothing's perfect, but we don't have to be drastic about it, and we have to use common sense. All right, we got Edward. Edward has a, he's he's talking about the economic ramifications of the shutdown. Edward, welcome to Black yes, Right. Sir. Yes, well, thank you. Um, my question is: sometimes when you think about this situation, um, obviously they're talking about an exponential uh, problem. But uh, what I see in the future is is people having problems paying their their mortgages because they don't have jobs to go to. Right. And um, so the economic ramifications in the future, I, I think almost like the the cure is is worse than the disease in this case sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you, Edward. And 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 so so but so Edward, what do we do with that? Turn, can you turn your radio on a little bit? What do we do with that? What do we do? What 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 are the solutions? Do you, do you feel like? You know, giving all this money is, is, is the right thing to do for when it comes to helping people? Well, I think that uh, I think that they should allow people to go to work. Uh, everyone should be conscious of the situation and that we should be more um, susceptible to to, be, to care for the elderly. But yeah. I don't think we should shut down the government and the world economy. Good point. Thanks so much for calling us, Everett. Continue to support Thank the show. You. Thank you. You know, let's 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 talk. But but when you look at what, let's go back to Katrina. Sure. You remember when Bush was vilified? Uh, he was vilified for all the stuff that he supposedly didn't do. Right. Well, there's a structure. There's, there's federalism is here for a reason. Mm-hmm. When it comes to how we operate and function as a government, the reason why we we have the form of government we have, and we have governors who lead their state. It's because it is their job. They're the ones with their ear to the ground. Right. They know the heartbeat. They know everything that's happening. Right. The federal government poses as a resource. Yes. <laughs> a lot of the governors didn't get that. And, you know, I, I, I'll just talk to Pritzker because it's our governor. But, you know, instead of he missed an opportunity 
to instead of like trying to badmouth the federal government just to say, hey, what can we do to help? You know, there's chains of supply chains that are different here in Illinois right. that the federal government doesn't have access to that he can do quicker. Right. And, and even President Trump said that in one of his press conferences, you know, like, don't, it's not all on the federal government. You guys, the 50 governors that are out there, get out there and use, utilize your resources. Right. It's not somebody like, here, let me hold your hand and do it for you. Right. Because because even when, when that happened in Louisiana, you know, they oh George Bush don't like black people. People mm-hmm. black people are dying. Well, w- <laughs> what's the apparatus of, of government that you're putting together to make sure this didn't this didn't happen? Because so many people are blaming the federal government, but mm-hmm. you gotta look stop and think back. The the, the states mm-hmm. were caught flat footed with this virus as well. Right. So now 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 let's let's look at the silver lining. Yeah, we got everybody got caught flat footed, mm-hmm. but. Look at what we can do now so that this process could never happen. I mean, we had 2009. We had H1N1. We had SARS. We had Ebola. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me there was no process put in place? Nobody said to themselves, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Let's stop with all the politics. Let's figure out how to protect Americans without having to come by force. Right. 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 You know, and President Trump's changed all that. He's got rid of all the regulations and he put together a plan already that's going to be in place for any future, you know, we don't want that to happen, but right. any future calamities that may happen. So I think he's taken the right approach. He's done the right thing. And, you know, as you were saying before, the federal government has to go through processes Correct. and steps. You know, you just can't all of a sudden just do this. But he removed all those steps. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you look at you know, some people say, well, he wasn't ahead of this. He was he was somewhere. Well, when a lot of the, when I say the politics of it, you can easily go into a political. Um, right. you, you can easily revert with politics. You know, right. hey, uh, Ed. Blue state governor trying to get ahead of Trump. Ed from Midway, go ahead. Welcome to Black and Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was telling your screener. I think these guys are uh, taking a head start on uh, trying to get a head start on Mr. Trump, kind of like showing them up by showing their leadership is better. But, you know, none of these reporters ask uh, these uh, governors, what are you doing about the homeless population? Because they're putting everybody at risk being yep. outside. Yep. Especially in San Francisco, right? What's happening in, right. in San Francisco? I mean, they, they're just all out on the street and then. Um, that can easily spread, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> My building is right below, uh, right on top of the Wacker. Uh-huh. I'm right there by uh, Columbus and uh, Millennium Park. There's homeless down there. So you definitely, you can see it all, right? Yeah. So what do we do? I mean, I, how, how do we, I mean, what, what do we do? What are the solutions? Because, I, 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 you know, you hear a lot of people that's, that's talking about, you know, people are not, the governor's not doing this, the president's not doing this. But what are the solutions? I'm, I'm a solution-oriented person, mm-hmm. and I don't care who gets the credit. A Republican, Democrat, and whatever. How do we fix this? How do we fix this? To, to your point, you know, there's homeless. How do we, I mean, can we do all of it all sim- simultaneously? Mm-hmm. No, um... I think we have to listen to what the experts are saying, you know, like Dr. Fauci Bingo. and these, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we need to listen to, regardless of whether you're a liberal or a Republican. We'll have plenty of time to debate the issues uh, later on. That's it. Hey, Ed, thanks so much for um, calling Thank in. Thank you very much. Appreciate your call. He's right, though, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, we've got to come together, and it's, it's unfortunate that it takes a disaster or a tragedy for the American people to come back together. But now that we are there, let's stay there, let's unite, and let's let's solve the problem. You know, man, my job as a, you know, we're all about solutions. Right. My boss always says, "Don't come to me with a problem without a solution." That's it. You know, and if you have it, let's work on the solution. That's it. I mean, cause, cause the problem's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The solution is what we have to find. You're right. You know, I mean, I mean, how do we fix? How do we figure out? Because I mean, I I I know, and my my wife and I we talk about this. I, I don't call 
things in my life problems. I call them challenges mm-hmm. because they can be overcome. Right. Just like I feel like Corona will be overcome. Yeah. I, and, and, and the greatest thing that, that shows me that is the recovery rate. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said earlier, no one, everybody's talking about how many people are dying, how many people are infected, but nobody's talking about how many people yeah. are recovering. Right. right. That's the hope. That's the message of hope that we have to continue to push to people. And Marie, a contradiction between shutdown and sanctuary cities. Thanks for calling Black and Right. Go ahead. Hello. Hello, Mr. Anthony. I wanted to tell you I really enjoy your show. Thank you so much. And, well, I just find it ironic that, you know, the mayor comes out. She's very unhappy with how the federal government is handling things, but yet she and Pritzker and all the Democrats that want sanctuary cities and states, Uh-oh. <laughs> they don't want ICE coming in to take care of things. Right. But all of a sudden, we're supposed to fix their little mess here because they don't have any business resumption. They don't have anything in, in, in place. All they're worried about are paying the pensions and taking care of the teachers and then everything else goes to the wayside. So we're we're nearly bankrupt. Yeah. Mm. And and we have these them just talking out both sides of their mouth and we're supposed to take them seriously. I agree. And when I when I saw this all come out, I was thinking about the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind when they <laughs> made everybody go to sleep making it making it out like it's a big to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was agreeing with the both of you this earlier when you started the program it's just a way to see how they can control the people That's it. and get them to conform right away so that they know they can do a little bit more the next time. Yep. I just think this shutdown is really over the top. There it is. Anna, Anna Maria, thanks so much for calling us. Yeah, she's right. Yes, she is. You know, hey, go share the post, like the page. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. (laughs) Hey, you tuned in to Black and Right with John Anthony and my guest co-host, Dr. Suggs. Hey, hey. Uh, I better stop singing. My wife tells me, don't sing. Whatever you do, don't get on that show and start singing (laughs) because people are not going to listen to you. They're going to turn off your show. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's, let's talk about something. It's something we were talking in during the break. Should we allow petty politics during the time of a crisis? No. I, I, um, yesterday's presser, um, the mayor of Chicago said this, in the absence of leadership on the federal level. Where have you seen the absence of leadership on the federal level? Have you seen it? There hasn't been any. You know, sure, people say he didn't respond or act quick enough, but there has been a, a flurry of activity. He's brought in business people together, you know, which you never thought competitors would work together. You know, he's he's done a lot. You yeah. Know? So he's he's been on top of it. You know, he says he's you know, he raised himself 10 out of 10. You know, I, I, would, I would agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would agree I that he did good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how he, you know, this is perfect. This is, you know. Right. Now, nah, come on. Right. Right. It wasn't it wasn't perfect. You know, right. <laughs> but right. you're on top of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, you, you, there's a call on the line and we'll take him shortly. John from. But he, he's right. Why are we following New York and California and making our decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I've seen it, and now I see it again. You know, with Prisker, I don't think he has a clue of what to do on his own. So he's just really pretty much following California. We do that a lot mm-hmm. with legislation too. Mm-hmm. We follow whatever New York and California do. Yeah. Let's, let's let's hear from John. John, why why shouldn't we follow New York and California? Absolutely, John. The, the problem is these states are failures. If you look at their economies. 
and the way that they've handled things in the past and the debt uh, that, that comes out of there and the homelessness, all the different problems, those are not states to follow. Why don't we look at Texas and Florida yeah, as yeah. an example? Yeah. Yeah. I, and, you know, and, 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 go ahead, John. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Texas, for example, in Florida, they're not closing the restaurants and bars. They're limiting them to half capacity so they can still stay open. They can still be some safe social distancing. People can make choices and take precautions, right. but at least they're not being shut down and closed. It, it just makes logical sense to me. Yeah, but I, I have friends in the, in the restaurant business, and one of my friends has actually shut down his restaurant altogether. Another of my friend, he has two restaurants down in Manuka, and, I mean, he's hurting. He's, he's going crazy. He's going bonkers because... I mean, when you look at I mean, his his volume comes in people sitting down at his bar drinking, and that's where a lot of his money comes at. That's where a lot of these people are sure. suffering. And I think I think I think the economic impact that this the whole thing is going to cause the decisions that have been made is going to be so much greater than the actual impact of the virus itself. Yep. So thanks so much yep. for calling us, John. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, this isn't really going to be tracked, but I would really like to see if somebody can gather the data, like the places that are such as Florida that are not totally closed down. How many cases right. is there a surge more because they, you know, are only at half, you know, uh, capacity versus the ones that have shut down totally? That yeah. would be an interesting statistic to see. And and I think I think it's Tennessee too. Tennessee is didn't it? right because Kid Rock said I'm not shutting down my my right. my restaurant and bar. I'm not doing it. Right. But, you know, I mean, because it goes back to my question, where do they have the power to do this? Now, I did read that now the, the Illinois Department of Health, the Department of Health may have the power, mm-hmm. but there's a process to it. There's a compensation aspect to it. There's a there's a, a court order aspect to it. Mm-hmm. None of that was followed. No, none of that was followed before they go. They went ahead and shut down and, 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 and basically in some regards ruining people's lives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was listening this morning they're talking about the impact of that is also there's now unemployment insurance that the companies these small business going to have to cover and that's a part of you know it, uh, the trillion dollars i guess uh, that they're going to use that part you know to cotton and cover it but that wasn't considered right. when they shut down the businesses all right we got a call from tony from chicago closing down stuff is a scam against trump tony explain that hello can you hear me i can hear you loud and clear Okay, here's the thing, folks. You know, when we had all these other diseases that happened under Obama and other people, they didn't shut stuff down, and more people died. Okay? What I don't understand is, why are the Republicans allowing this garbage? Why are they so damn scared to tell these Democrats and leftists to go to hell with shutting stuff down? I mean, it's just cowardly. And the media, and even Fox News, they're they're, they're profiting off of this this Mm. fear. Now, the only network that has told the truth was One America. I don't know if you guys know about that network. Oh, yeah. Um, Chanel Rion. Yeah, Tipping Point and Graham Ledger. They they both talked about this subject matter, and they basically said that we already have the cure, but the, the feds won't, won't release it. That's the first thing. The second thing they said was that um, they did a report on 2009, I guess during Obama's time, with, I think it was the swine flu, uh-huh. and they had H1 like 65 million people infected, and... 18,000 deaths or something, but they didn't shut stuff down. No. So I'll say this again. Why are we allowing this stupidity to happen? I mean, what is wrong with the Republicans? They need to tell the Democrats, go to hell with this garbage. We're opening up. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, Tony. Hey, thanks so much for calling Black and Right. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, because but that goes back to not having a real discussion about it right. and afraid of the political ramifications for making decisions that may be not what everybody else believes. Right. Right. A true leader is going to lead. That's it. Hey, follow me at J. Anthony Speaks on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer with John Anthony and Dr. Kevin Suggs. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. On AM560 Answer, I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host today, Dr. Kevin Suggs. The one and only. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we, 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 we're trying to have a conversation about all of this coronavirus without, you know, without really trying to be political. But you, mm-hmm. you, I get it. Politics comes into play because it's it's politics. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's a way for somebody to say, hey, what someone someone else is not doing instead of just coming together. You know, during this time, we need to let go of the politics and just say this is what we need to do for the American people. Right. And I, and I, and I really think, though, especially here in Illinois, um, I, I, we're going to get over this. Yep. We're, we're definitely going to get over this. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to get through this. Uh, I do think that we flinched, though. I do think we flinched. And I, I do think our enemies are watching. Mm-hmm. I think they're looking to see the cracks, mm-hmm. where they can infiltrate, where they can pr- uh, come in and, and come after us in ways that I don't think we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to really look at what's what's actually happening. You know, somebody called me a conspiracy theorist because of it. And it's like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I look at, I look at issues and problems mm-hmm. and I try to, you know, take them apart right. down to its core. Right. To figure out what, you know, if there's, if there, if, if there are problems, I mean, right. is there, is that wrong? No, no. You know, and, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't believe this, but this is something I was discussing with, you know, one of my friends about, you know, with the tariffs that we've got to go against China. Somebody said, you know, threw out there as a, as a theory, conspiracy theory that maybe they let this go and kept yeah. the information from us to, you know, kind of take away from the economy. That was one way for them not to have to, you know to honor, you know, the billions of dollars that they're supposed to pay us. Right. You know, and, and that sounds totally off the wall. It does. But, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's just we got to think outside the box right. and say, hey, you know, is this a possibility? And then, you know, how do we? But let's talk about how China has, I mean, for the last couple of years, there's been diseases coming from the province or the People's Republic of China, though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that whole area, that, you know, that part of the country, the nation, you know, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's just to, to me, you know, you got to look at, is there an underlining reason or, or method or, or process? Yeah. That they're trying you remember to do? I talked about earlier about I've been Facebook messaging a friend called Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve joined us live on the air now. Hey, oh. Steve, welcome, bud. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. I, I, I feel like I haven't seen you in, in decades now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I guess it's something to do with having a couple of twin uh, girls that are like under two or uh, three years old or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that pretty much has a lot to do with it. But Steve, you, 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 you and I have been going back and forth on Facebook about, you know, what's happening from the numbers aspect. Can you, you, you have three minutes to really delve into the numbers. Go ahead, Steve. All right. So what what I noticed, and I picked this up kind of like a month or so ago, I noticed when everybody was starting to get all like um, worked up in the hysteria about the case fatality rate. And I noticed that 
okay, that's in confirmed cases, but we don't know how many cases are outstanding in the population that never get tested or mm-hmm. in or, or hospitalized or anything. Because we know that if somebody's severe and they're either either get severely sick or they die from this, they're in the hospital. They're, it's a respiratory illness. They're getting tested. If somebody's walking around with mild symptoms, which we know the like majority of the cases by now we know are, how many of those have been tested and hospitalized? Very low. So I noticed when they're comparing it to, say, seasonal flu, what they do with the flu, and this is what they were doing in the media, especially with, like, the flu has a tenth of a percent of a fatality rate. But that's when they take the flu, project it out over the population, figure out about how many people have it, and then they they take the deaths that they have, because most of the time, if it's a death, they can confirm it with testing, because that person was hospitalized. So when I was looking at confirmed case uh, fatality rate, or more mortality rate with this versus the confirmed case mortality rate of the flu. This one was actually lower. I remember seeing the 3.4% coming out of China in confirmed cases. I'm like, you know, with our health system and how we just have better public sanitation and less densely packed of a population. I'm like, I bet that goes down to 1% or lower. Right now, I just ran the numbers before coming on the air. It was 1.22 in confirmed cases. Now, we don't know how a lot of those cases are going to end, but we're still in territory that it's been dropping steadily ever since I've been running it. Right. And And, and we're looking at... Steve, Steve, to my point, to my point I was making earlier, we focus so much, I think, on the infected and 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 f- f- you know we we should focus on those that die but we our focus is so much on the deaths and and not so much the recovery talk more about what what's happening in the recovery numbers the recovery numbers well the, for the US they're still like from the data that's out there it's like 100 and something because it takes several weeks to recover from this, so they right. don't count you as recovered till the case is discharged. Right. So the best we can do right now is divide total cases by total deaths. Death usually, from the graphs that I was looking at, occurs in the first like four, like seven to fourteen days or something if it gets really severe, and it's severe in the older populations. But it's it, what I was looking at initially was the mortality rates by comparison and seeing that they weren't as scary or as high as they're hyped up to be by media as far as comparing it against the flu and the flu was a projected number versus this was an actual number. So this, it, it appears to be highly contagious and more contagious, right. but not as deadly. And but I, I'm going through some other data right now. This other article I'm reading is very long, but it's talking <laughs> I saw, about I saw how, it. I saw it, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And it's talking about how, Yes, if you're in those high-risk groups, it has the potential. But if you're a child, if you don't have these underlying medical conditions right. and the comorbidities, as they call it, it's not that bad, and it's not that contagious. Wow. Hey, Steve. Either, hey, uh, Steve. Uh, it, on surfaces, hey, yes. Steve. In the air, Steve. no. Steve, Steve. Hey, 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 can you hold on over yeah. to the break? Yeah. All right. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Singing. Uh-oh. <laughs> I bet not. Doug's in there jamming, though. Look at him. Go ahead, Doug. Break it down. You tuned in to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host, Dr. Kevin Suggs. Doctor. You know, before the break, we were talking to my a good friend of mine. We both share the um, terror of having two twin girls. <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff. Steve, those twin girls, man, they're something else, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they drive, drive you kind of crazy. Ooh. You know, something new every day. You know, I've, I, I kind of had sort of, my, this is technically my second set of twins because I have Irish twins. You know, they were 13 months mm-hmm. apart than my first two. So... Ooh, help me. <laughs> it is tough. Yeah, but so Steve, I, I only got the two. You got a whole, whole house full. Yeah, I have <laughs> yeah. six. Ooh, help me, Lord. But Steve, uh, continue on making your point that you were trying to make about the mortality rate. Yeah, so it's basically, I'm looking at the mortality rate, and, the, and I'm comparing it, and like everybody's freaking out over it being above 1% or above a fraction of a percent, where it looks like we're trending in a direction that is going to be something that's quite low and not all that different from the flu and a little more contagious. So what I'm trying to get at is, like, we should take precautions and be careful, but we may be entering the territory that we're overreacting yeah. quite a bit. And, and then to, to, to your point to the article, I actually paste, it posted it on um, Black and Right page. Evidence over hysteria, COVID-19. Um, we have to begin to, uh, to, to Kevin's point, to your point, trust the evidence, trust the data, mm-hmm. trust the scientists. Right or wrong, Steve? Yep. Yeah, and it's trust the data because at the beginning, that other, the, the other article that um, was started to um, lead down this road for me was an article. It, it's referenced in this article you're reading and quoted or that you just, that you just posted is another one by I can't remember the name of the professor, but he co he's co department head of the Stanford University Statistical Research Department, and initially a lot of this was based on bad data. Right, and when you're making decisions, especially very large decisions for an entire nation, based on bad data. Mm-hmm. you could end up with very bad policy coming out of that. And, and Steve, that's and, been you and I's point that we've been battling going back, and, and also former Senator Tim Bivens and I have been going back and forth over, is that the data, the bad data is what's driving these decisions. Mm-hmm. And, is, is, I mean, in, in, in my opinion, I think there's some drastic um, decisions as well. What are your thoughts about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to get back to normal as quickly as we can after this, like, two weeks uh, my brother is big in the finance industry and he's telling me that we can't sustain this kind this kind of hit to the economy very long right or we're going to be in serious trouble it's it's also a cash flow problem yeah. for businesses because mm-hmm. they don't have it coming in correct so we, we we can end up doing more damage with the reaction than with the virus Oh, yep. My God, Steve! I gotta have you in as a guest co-host one day. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you want to come on in and sit in the chair, and we and you and I talk politics like we used to to do. Uh, I <laughs> wish we could do it over some. Um, what's that? Um, what's those uh, beat ups hot wings though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wild wings. Yeah, <laughs> have an eating contest. Again? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Steve! Thanks so much for calling in, brother. I, I know you're busy. You were busy today, but I, I'm, I'm grateful that you took the time to call in. Uh, thank you so much for all your support, too, over the years, and even with this radio show. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling us. All right. Have all right. a good one. All Thanks. right. Yes, sir. He's like the smartest guy. Mm-hmm. 
He's really smart, man. I mean, I mean, like really, really smart. And being, you know, being informed is the key. Yeah, yeah. And, and and being informed with the right information, yes. not just information, right. the right information. That's true. You know, coming up, hour two, we talk Trump, <laughs> and did he call this virus a hoax? <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You listen to the black and right. Hey, go to Facebook, Twitter, give me a like, J. Anthony speaks. Um, on Twitter, Facebook, give this page a like, share this live feed. Uh, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. Hour two coming up. Keep it locked. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome to hour two of Black and Right on AM, not Black and White, <laughs> Black and Right, R I G H T on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, um, Kevin Suggs. Hey, I didn't. I didn't call you doctor. You did this time. It's okay. Change up is good. Change up is good. I thought our our one was a pretty good uh, discussion. Yep. About yep. you know decisions that are being made that affect all of our lives here in Illinois mm-hmm. and across the country. Right. You know. I feel like we're just expressing things that people at home are thinking. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things I like about my show. I, I I'll I'll say what others are thinking, but don't want to say not out of fear, but because they just don't they're just not that type of person to right. to make comments. I don't care. <laughs> you know I I think I think uh, I'm a Reagan Republican. <laughs> oh okay. I can I'm a Reagan Republican. I love everything about him, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he, did he make some bad decisions? Yes, but I'm a Reagan guy, man. I love his quotes. I love a lot of the video. I've, I've sat and watched some. I don't know how many videos of really? Reagan. Um, just to his cadence, how he speaks, how he, you know, the, 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 how, how he can take a subject mm-hmm. and, and break it down to where a three-year-old will understand, right? Right, yeah. He had a lot of wisdom, you know, more than we expected, and people didn't respect him because of the industry he came from, right. but he's the right man at the right time. Which, which, is, which brings me to today's president, Donald John Trump. I feel the same way. I feel a lot of people, you know, when he wasn't candidate Trump, people mm-hmm. loved him. You're right. He was never a racist. He was never any of this. He was never a liar. No. You know, people loved him. How many li- How many careers he jump-started, how many people he's helped. Mm-hmm. Um, they loved him then. But right. when he became candidate Trump and put an R, that scarlet letter, in front of his name, right. that's when the hate started coming. Yep. And especially when he won, because mm-hmm. they didn't expect him to win. No, they thought it was a joke. Thought it was a joke. Um, I think, though, what he's been able to do prior to this coronavirus, mm-hmm. which wasn't Donald John Trump's fault. Right. Let's stop right there. All right. This virus, which came from China, is not Donald John Trump's fault. It, this virus, which mm-hmm. Chinese officials, government officials, mm-hmm. were covering up, right. didn't really want us to know what was going on, mm-hmm. is not, does not lay at the feet of any politician, Democrat or Republican, that resides in this, these United States of America. Am I right or wrong? I agree with you 100%. So... I remember, I think there was the South Carolina rally that Donald Trump made a comment about, you know, the coronavirus. And I remember saying to myself, watching it, oh, they're going to use that against him. Yep. And when I say they are going to use it against him, 
I want what I want you to do is listen to how the media reported it first. Then I want to pay, play how Trump what what Trump actually said. So, Here it goes. Late last night, the president accusing Democrats of trying to politicize coronavirus. He's suggesting that the press and Democrats are exaggerating the threat and calling their response to the crisis their new hoax. At a raucous South Carolina rally, President Donald Trump casting doubt on the coronavirus outbreak in this country and casting blame on the Democrats. This is their new hoax. We have lost nobody to coronavirus in the United States. The press is in hysteria mode. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear how they framed that? This is their new hoax. We have lost nobody. This is their new hoax. Mm Mm-hmm. Now watch, listen to what Trump actually said. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. Did you hear that? So easy to just take snippets. Did you hear that? Now I want to play it again. I want you to hear that again. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. We did one of the great jobs, you say, House President Trump doing. They go, oh, not good, not good. They have no clue. They don't have any clue. They can't even count their votes in Iowa. They can't even count. No, they can't. Now, watch, watch the pivot. Watch the pivot to w- where Trump goes with this. They can't count their votes. One of my people came up to me and said, Mr. President, they tried to beat you on Russia, Russia, Russia. That didn't work out too well. Now, you heard that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What was the first thing he said? This is their new hoax. Hoax. The Democrats are politicizing. Right. Right. This is they're politicizing. Mm -hmm. One of my people came up to me and said. They couldn't do it. They tried the impeachment hoax. That was on a perfect conversation. They tried anything. They tried it over and over. They've been doing it since you got in. It's all turning. They lost. It's all turning. They've been doing it since you got in. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Do you see how he's framing this? Yes. As, as if to say he's not saying the virus itself is a hoax. Right. He's saying how they're framing this to come after him. Right. Think of it. Think of it. And this is their new hoax. See that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? They're See the content? The not, context? Not, right. Not the virus is a hoax. Right. They're, them. The Democrats. Them. Yeah. And how they do things and how the media does things. Mm-hmm. That's what he was targeting. That's what he was focusing on. But so many people want to say, oh, he called it a hoax. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus itself. He right. did not call the coronavirus a hoax. Mm-hmm. So people, please stop passing around false misinformation that Donald John Trump, President Donald John Trump, passed off that this coronavirus was a hoax. Right or wrong? You know, you're right. The, the, you know, people take the liberal media and they just regurgitate it. They don't access it. They don't try to, re, you know, research it. They just say, hey, it was said, so it's true. Yeah. You see, they started from the end. This is a new hoax, but didn't put in to provide the context right. of what he said prior to that. And that's 
my problem with today's media. Mm-hmm. In their rush to be right, they can care about who, they can care less about whose life they destroy. Right. They can care less. Right. They can care less about the facts of anything. Mm-hmm. And all they want to do is drive hysteria mm-hmm. to come out and and I I call it and I don't care. I call it Operation Takeout Trump. Not the virus itself. The virus the, we can't control the virus. Right. But the reporting of it, how they're framing it, how they're massaging all this stuff to say things and to and, and make it appear as if it's something that it's not. Mm-hmm. Can we stop with that? You know, the problem is, though, the American people buy into it and they allow it to continue. Yeah. You know, they have to stay, say no, you know, across the board. Like, it's not a political thing. This virus is not political at all. And stop taken in that direction. But you got people that are still pushing it. And that's, and, 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 and but, but it's going to take people like us because. It's going to take people like you and I to continue to push back against the, the, the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of, of the politics during a time of crisis to hurt or harm a candidate. Right. Now, I remember a certain particular person said, never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and I'm going to tell you, look, man, I was a lifelong Democrat, mm-hmm. lifelong Democrat. I walked away. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, I, I, I know how they operate. I know how they function. Yep. They don't care. They want power. Yep. Yep. Power is what they want. They're very strategic and they're very thought out and, they, and it works because you have the sheep following them that just go ahead and believe whatever they say. Yeah. And we get we come to a point where as as as, as Republicans, we're afraid to do. A, and I'm sorry, we ha- in order to take back this state, this country, we're going to have to adapt the mentality that says we're going to we, we don't care. Right. We're going to push back against your stupidity. Right. We're going to push back against these things that's happening in our country. And you think we, we're not supposed to have a, a say in how you're, you're trying to govern us? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah what you, I mean, tell me, please, dissect that. Give me critical criticism about that, that mind of thinking or that tact of thinking. Now that's, that's just still a part of control and a part of socialism, you know, where they just basically say, you're going to believe what I say. Don't question what I say. Is, it is what it is, you know, and that's not the American people. That's not democracy. That's not the republic, you know, and we have to fight, you know, and a lot of a lot of my Republican friends are kind of like, oh, well, you know, we have to like kind of turn the other cheek. You know, we we have to take the higher ground. It's like it's no more. It's time out for the higher yeah. ground It's now to go and attack yeah. and go back and, and confront. Right. You know, because I, I personally think I think we've we've really been we've we've been fashioned or, or, or shaped into believing the system that we're now living in. This whole socialist, communistic society that our, our, our schools have taught me and my, me and my buddy, Dr. Skarsberg, we talk about it a lot, about how schools have been able to frame and, and, and shape the minds of people. Mm-hmm. But that's why, I, you know, what, as a parent, I'm not going to allow the school to, to dictate and to, to choose how my kids believe. Mm-hmm. I just won't. Right. I won't. No matter what they think, no matter what they say, that's my kid. My, the state or government doesn't control how I teach my child. Right. Yep, you know? You're right. I got on my soapbox right there. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm, I'm calming down now. You know, I, I wish we were we were able to have uh, Chanel Rion on from OAN. We tried to re- reach out to her to get on the show, but let's talk about next. Let's talk about the naming of viruses and if it's racist or not. All right, you want to do that? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> hey, you listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty The Answer? Uh, share the page, like the page, follow me at J Anthony Speaks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up. 
Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host, Dr. Kevin Suggs. All right. Cousin to linebacker Lamar Suggs. <laughs> uh, right? No, yep, somewhere in there. Yep, somewhere yep, in there. Yep. So, you know, be, be, you know, before we talk about the naming of virus, I think you made a good point. I think we should probably, because we have more time in this segment, to talk about the timeline of the coronavirus. 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 <laughs> because you look at people who are saying that our government, you know, missed the ball, dropped the ball, didn't do what should have been done. Mm-hmm. Um, look, tr- President Donald Trump is not a comforter in chief. He's not. He, no. he, I don't think he really gets to how to feel the emotional aspects. Right. I didn't vote for him for that, though. No. I voted for him to get a job done. Yes. I voted for him to, 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 to go up to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. to change the very dynamics of how D.C. operates. Yep. And, and you know what? Sometimes it takes somebody who doesn't get the, the, the Philly, Philly, touchy, touchy aspect because he's mm-hmm. not a politician. Right. He's from the outside. He's from the outside. Right. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking. I, I, this is from. No, what does that say right there? What, what paper is that? Oh, I got my oh, you don't have to The New York Times. <laughs> This is from the New York Times as of March 19, 2020. They basically said December 31st. Watch this. Watch this timeline. Okay. December 31st, Chinese authority treated dozens of cases of pneumonia of unknown cause. Chi- January 11th, China reported its first death. January 20th, other countries, including the United States, confirmed cases. January 23rd, Wuhan. Oh, mm-hmm. isn't that what they named the virus after? Mm-hmm. A city of more than 11 million was cut off by the Chinese authorities. January 30th, the WHO declared a global health emergency. January what? 31st, the Trump administration restricted travel from China. What was he called when he, when he did that? The racist? Racist, right. Xenophobic? Right. Oh, you, you, you shouldn't have done that. You such a racist from stopping people from China from coming into the country, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he said, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, February 2nd, the first coronavirus death was reported outside of China. February 5th. A cruise ship in Jap- Japan. Oh, wait. Let's go back. Mm-hmm. Back to January. What was occurring in our country at the time? What were our leaders preoccupied by? Do you recall? Oh, they were, you know, after witch hunt, you know. Was there an impeachment going yep, on? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Oh, politics. Sorry. Right. Um, uh, February 7th, a Chinese doctor who tried to raise the alarm died. The same guy, they, 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 they basically said, shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. He died. Um the uh, February uh, f- still February seventh. The disease, the viruses, the, the the disease, the virus causes got a new name, huh, COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. All right, February thirteenth. There were more than fourteen thousand new cases in the Hubei province. I hope I said that right. I, I butchered your name, so it's okay. <laughs> February fourteenth. France announces the first coronavirus death in Europe. February seventeenth. Chinese officials draft legislation to curb the practice of eating wildlife, like bats. Mm-hmm. Okay, February 19th, <laughs> hundreds leave the crew, uh, quarantine cruise ship. February 21st, a secretive church is linked to outbreak in South Korea. February 21st, the virus appears in Iran from an unknown source. February 23rd, Italy sees major surge in coronavirus cases and officials lock downtowns. Why? Why is, is Italy mostly affected? Do you know why? Well, because the contact. And the age population, right? Right. right. They, they, they have one of the oldest populations and that the median age there is eighty something as far as who the virus is taking out and killing. Right. But people want to want to go on feelings and emotions and what they think. Right. Okay. All right. Um, February twenty fourth, the Trump administration asked Congress for one point two five billion for the coronavirus response. February twenty fourth, Iran margin Iran 
Iran emerges as the second focus point of the virus. February 26th, it's spreading. You mm-hmm. see the spread. Right. Latin America reports its first coronavirus case. February 28th, the number of infections in Europe spikes. February 28th, Sub-Saharan Africa refers, records its first infection. So I talked to, you know Max Solomon, right? Yes. He's running for a state representative. Yeah. He told me he believes that, that malaria, the chlor- chloroquine, quen, quen, chloroquine, mm-hmm. chloroquine. Yep. And he said he believes, and then whatever the rest was something, I'm not going to even butcher the name. <laughs> right. But he says he believes it's going to be part of the cure. He says because mm-hmm. he's from Nigeria, mm-hmm. and he said they pump that in their system from the time they're young until the time they're old enough to, to you know, do, become an adult. Really? He said they pump this because it's malaria. It's, you know, a lot of malaria. Right. Cases. And I saw somebody who had, uh, they, they put up a map mm-hmm. of where the malaria cases were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and where malaria was, 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 you know, hotly, hot spots for malaria and the hot spots for the coronavirus. When you look at what people who have, who've had malaria and whatever these other diseases, you look on the map, mm-hmm. they're not getting it. Not right now. Yeah. They're not getting it right now. Hmm. So that shows promising, you know, signs that, you know, we might have found mm-hmm. a, a, something that works to combat it. I don't think it, it cures it, but it right. might combat it. Right. All right. Let's go back. Um, February 29th, the United mm-hmm. States records its first coronavirus deaths and announces travel restrictions. March 3rd, U.S. officials approved widespread coronavirus testing. Mm-hmm. Now, the ma- we didn't have enough masks. We didn't have enough tests. But you know what? Right. That's, that's a fair critique. That's a fair criticism right. of the system. The system failed. Right. President Trump blocks, uh, March 11th, President Trump blocks most visitors from continental Europe. Oh, again, you know. Mm, he didn't do it. But anything. now, I think everybody's blocking everybody from coming into their country. Right. Um, March 13th, President Trump declares a national emergency. All right, there's more here. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go back to 2009. In April, a public health declaration was, was, was done by President Obama. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until October that they then declared a national emergency. Right. But that was after a thousand people had died. When you look at the cases, the number of people that were infected and the people that have died in this thing, I would say our government, the people on the ground, the governors, J.B. Pritzker, um, uh, Cuomo, mm-hmm. Newsom, mm-hmm. President Trump, Mike mm-hmm. Pence. I would say all of these, all of these elected officials and, 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 and bureaucrats mm-hmm. have been able to do a great job in containment. Yes. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're, they did it. And if you look at the... You know, back to January 31st, you had mentioned earlier, that's when he shut the borders down. So that was action that was taken before we even understood what was going on. Correct. And, you know, there's, a, there's an article I saw that said that President Trump knew about it in January and February. Yeah, he did. Actions were being taken. Right. And, you know, and, and, and to be fair, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. We don't know what, J- what, what Governor Pritzker knows. We don't know what Mayor Lori Lightfoot knows. Right. I'm sure there's information that they have mm-hmm. that we don't have. Right. So they're seeing things and, and, and hearing things from the federal government that you and I are probably not, we're, we're definitely not privy to. Right. So I, I give them slack for that. I would say people take a deep breath right? because they're making decisions based upon what they're learning from the people, the scientists and, right. and Dr. Iziki, I think her name, man, she is, I'm telling you, she's on she is on the ball. Mm-hmm. I would love for her to be the face of this whole thing because that's just, that's just how good she is to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But do you did you see that timeline? Yes. Where is the where where in there would you say that the federal government dropped the ball? Going back to our conversation about the role of federalism mm-hmm. and how the government, the federal government, becomes a resource to the fifty states. 
I, I don't see it. You know, I, I don't have much to add to that. But you know, they they were on top of it, and they were making they were daily looking at what was going on, taking that data, and making decisions. But when you look at the media reporting of this, <laughs> again, it goes it goes back to the media's reporting of how this is going forth. Mm-hmm. You know, hysteria. You know. Uh, the other day, Trump was posed a question by a reporter or something about, you know, about, you remember he cussed him, I mean, basically said you were an evil reporter or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would respond like that. You know, I think Pence came back with the right response. Right. You know, don't be afraid. Right. You know, we, we're going to get through this, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. But again, it goes back to, I don't think Trump can, I don't think he has that capability. I just don't. You know, he's just straight, straight, straightforward. He calls it like it is. You know, and people don't like that. You know, it's not a dishonor to the to the to the office. It's just he's just a straightforward person, and he's not going to hold punches. He's going to say it like it is. <laughs> say it like it is. That's that New York way, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we, we mid Westerners are more laid back and more. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, oh, darling. Like, you know, especially in the South. Oh, baby. <laughs> it reminds me of my grandmother. Right. Uh, you know what? Hey, I forgot. You didn't remind me. Today is my oh, baby daughter's birthday. Her seventh birthday. My Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Hey, I love Kylie. You. Oh, bless his heart. <laughs> it's her seventh birthday today. I told her I'd, I'd say happy birthday, Kylie. I happy love you. Happy birthday. Uh, I can't wait to come and eat some cake with you. I love you. I met her the last time. I, yeah, I was she was there. here. That's yeah. right. She was here when you, when you were here, and she was, oh, God bless her heart. <laughs> But you know, I, I think I think we, we we really have to have these discussions, where you know you're, you're not shamed, you're not pushed back. We we, we got to start having these type of discussions. Yep. And we're doing need it. We're and, doing we, it. and we're doing it right here. Yep. So, hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty The Answer. I'm on this show every Saturday from one to three. Please go on Facebook, uh, like and follow Black and Right. Follow me at J. Anthony Speaks at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host today, Dr. Kevin Suggs. Hey, hey. Hey, man. You're doing a good job, man. You're really good at this. You know what? I'm feeding off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm getting tired now. I'm talking too much. No. <laughs> no, you know, I, anybody that knows me knows that um, I'll never get tired of talking. Um, but, you know, I, I just posed a question on, on, on Black and Right's Facebook page. Go over and follow Black and Right at Black and Right Radio on Facebook. Uh, I posed a question. Is it racist to call the coronavirus the Chinese virus? So, um, yeah, that's a question. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know. I recall that there were some media folks. Yeah. That, you know, you know I'll just let you listen. <laughs> Shift here because you're starting to hear the Republicans, especially Trump Co., calling it the Wuhan or the Chinese coronavirus. They're looking for someone to blame. Concern is growing this morning over an outbreak of a new SARS like virus in China. At least six people have died from the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The 34-year-old ophthalmologist diagnosed Saturday with the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan virus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. What more can you tell us about the similarities or differences between SARS and the Wuhan coronavirus? The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus in China. The Wuhan uh, coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan 
uh, coronavirus. Wuhan coronavirus. Fears continue to grow over the outbreak of the Wuhan coronavirus. Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. We have new information about how the Wuhan coronavirus is spread. Tying coronavirus to China and Chinese people isn't just a racist dog whistle. It's a whole racist orchestra. It's a mighty, mighty racist boss tone. I hear Stephen Miller in this foreign virus setting up travel bans for the outside invasion of the disease. You get my drift, right? Oh, yeah. So, so, so it was okay when they were calling it the Wuhan virus, the China virus. Mm-hmm. But the moment the president of the United States who went, and people fail to forget, understand why he started calling it that. Mm-hmm. The propaganda arm of China started saying that our military mm-hmm. was the one that started. And Trump, you, there was a video, I, 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 I didn't get that clip, but Trump said, not on my watch right. will I ever allow anybody to say what the greatest military in the country is doing in another country. Yep. You know, but it was okay when they were calling it the Wuhan, the Chinese virus. But is it racist? No. It's, he's talking about the origin. You can't. It, that's a fact. It's got nothing to do. But, you know, I'm so sick of the word racist now because it's totally out of context. And people just use it for anything that they don't agree or somebody doesn't agree with them. So, you know, it has no meaning anymore. But right. the, the true thing is that it started in China. They didn't share the information. So you've got to go back to the source. So, 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 so we know for a fact that it started in China, correct? Pretty much. Right. So we know that that was the, the hotbed of the Wuhan virus, correct? Yes. Okay. So if we know that, okay. You remember in, uh, something called the West Nile virus? Yes. You, you know it's in Uganda? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, the, the, the Ross River Fever, you, you know where that's it? Where it started, yeah. It's in Australia. Yep. Okay, uh, Lyme disease, um, you, you know where that started? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's named after who? Old Lyme, Connecticut, in the 1970s. The Ebola, you know where that happened at? You know, what, Zaire? That's Africa, right? Yeah, right. Okay, 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 okay. What about MERS? Mm. Was it racist to call that the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome? Not at all. Oh, okay. Um, what about the Zika fever? Okay. Okay, um, what about the German measles? Measles. <laughs> oh, oh, oh or, or what about the Spanish flu? For decades, we've been calling things based upon their origin source. Right. But now that you get this, you want to call them xenophobic, uh, you know the word. Right. And racist, Donald, President Donald Trump in office, now you have a problem with it. Right. What do tell, please help me understand that, Kevin. Anything and everything that he says is going to be wrong. He's never going to be able to do anything right, and they're going to attack him until the day he leaves office. Correct, because it's not racist. Right. And, and for another thing, you see this meme going around: people that die. Huh. People, because you got to you got to have been, see the movie to understand it. Right. People that die, they never been died, never been dead before. Oh, jeez. That's Mr. Brown from Tyler Perry. Right, right. Come on, people. <laughs> people are believing these this this stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. Take the time to do your research. Don't believe right. everything somebody sends you. Right. You know, it reminds me of the is it is it State Farm commercial mm. uh, when the, the French model. <laughs> Where'd you find it at? The internet. Oh, just because yeah. it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. True, right? Exactly. You know, just 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 remember the um, the Abe Lincoln quote <laughs> <laughs> that Abe Lincoln saying something about the internet. Right? Yeah, come right. on. And people, people believe that though. 
and they believe it. Right. You but know. that's where we've come as a society, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where people were, I mean, this is life and death at some points. Right. In some matters. Yep. Stop believing the hype. Mm-hmm. Don't be stuck on stupid. Well, you know, you said it earlier, emotions over intellect. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's hysteria over evidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we got to get away from that, Kevin. Yep. Dr. Suggs? <laughs> Come agree. on, doctor. Where's your, where's your, where's your uh, TED talk on that, doctor? <laughs> Let's go. Gee, Anthony. <laughs> so, Kevin, where can people find you, buddy? Oh, you can find me at uh, Bremen uh, GOP, uh, the Facebook, and as well, you can email me at BremenGOP1 at gmail.com. Yeah. There you have it. My, my good buddy, Dr. Kevin Suggs. Having some fun with Jay Live Anthony. Yeah. On Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host, Dr. Kevin Suggs. Hey. He's in the house, people. Yeah, I'm in the house <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right, let's switch, let's, let's, let's switch you know, topics. I want to talk about the, you know, the Illinois 2020 primaries. Uh, the first thing I want to say is, uh, I'm so excited and ecstatic for my girl, Babbitt Holder, mm-hmm. who won the nomination for to become recorder of deeds for the Republican nomination, I should say, right. to become the recorder of deeds in DuPage County. I believe she's the first black woman to ever win a nomination in DuPage. Ever? Countywide, I believe. Countywide, I could okay. be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. But I want to give my girl a shout out. That's my girl. Right. Babbitt. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I just wanted to say that. And I think... I want to. I think when you look at what happened over in the Third um, Congressional District, mm-hmm. you have a part of that, right? In, in your no, town, not, not, no, no, no. Uh, Mike Frisalone mm-hmm. um, coming out of there, yep. uh, defeating the Nazi. Yep. Uh, I'm happy that that Nazi lost. Yes. Um, uh, there's no place. I'm sorry. There's no place in our party. No. In any party. I was a part. I was glad to be a part of. I got to you know, be uh, with at the press conference with uh, Mike Frisalone and with. Uh, the state chairman, and when we were talking against going against, yeah. you know, how we're endorsing, yeah. you know, Mike. So Mike definitely, you know, he's got the support of the party. Mm-hmm. And in November, we just got to make sure that he can defeat. It's a winnable seat now. Yep. I, th- I think I think with 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 um, Congressman Lipinski losing, mm-hmm. I see that's a that's a seat that now has to uh, it's going to garner some attention. Yep. I do believe that. You know, um, uh, Jim Oberweiss. Mm. Jim Oberweiss in the in the fourth. I'm in the fourteenth. Are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm in the fourteenth. He had some nasty commercials against him at, right before yeah. the primary. You yeah. know, so I was, there you was know, a lot he, of stuff. He prevailed. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Guess who's on the line? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. It is the first black guy <laughs> to ever chair a county. Uh oh. Will County Republican Chairman George Pearson. What up, bud? What's going on, Jay Anthony? <laughs> Dr. Suggs, how are What's you? going on, George? <laughs> you should be here. Yeah, you should be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at oh that. Oh, my God. So you've been listening to the show, George? I have. You guys have been doing a wonderful job. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Keep it up. Keep it up. Thank you. Yeah. And we got to make sure that you you are very successful out there in Will County because uh, I think you have you are breaking you've broken open ceilings you've broken down walls mm-hmm. that a lot of us um, are very very proud of so we really appreciate that George. No, thank you. I appreciate it. 
again, it's pretty much what you guys have been covering. It's about being truthful and giving out the right facts, and you have people that will come to you, and they'll want to work for you. I, I have to admit, Will County has been a really good home for, for me since, you know, me and my family since 2001 and been very, you know, welcoming and open arms. Uh, even had the state party chair when he came to our, our last year Lincoln Day dinner and talked about how diverse it was yeah. there. So it's a lot more of us involved in the party. And I, though I may be the, the first to occupy the chair of the Will County Republicans, we've had black chairmen all throughout our townships yeah. throughout and Correct. other, you know, supervisor positions. So I, I want to make sure that people realize that here in Will County, we, we do things the right way. We elect the right people in these positions. Amen. So, and we got yeah. more, more, more people who, who are no longer, and I don't like to call it the plantation. I think the plantation gets worn out too much, but we yeah. have so many more people leaving the ideology of the Democrat party and really yes. embracing, you know, free market enterprise and, I think people are, are are really finally understanding, and and George, I mean, you 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 you're pushing a lot of leadership in in that as well. So we really appreciate yes. that that people are starting to they're, they're starting to feel comfortable saying I'm a Republican, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Well, it, it's everything. We're even going to the the polls right now, it's about being confident in who you are. A lot of uh, unfortunately, a lot of Americans we don't like to be scrutinized or we don't like to have a name called to us or be labeled as something a lot of times. So it tends to get us to, well, I'm going to pull a Democrat ballot because when I ask for a Republican ballot hmm. that, you know, yeah. that, that's got everybody looking at me all cross-eyed <laughs> or rolling their eyes. And I've actually seen it. Yeah. I, I, I've got one lady at my own polling yeah. place that does it on a regular basis. She goes, I can't believe you keep doing this. That's same this here. Is inside. This <laughs> same is a, here. Yeah, an election judge. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? So my, 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 <laughs> my good buddy, uh, Dr. Skysburg, he uh, he went into uh, the polling booth, and everybody was like, uh, Democrat, 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 Democrat. He said he came in there, Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Republican ballot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Loud and proud. <laughs> uh, so, George, what, what, I mean, we, we got a minute left. What's, what's, some, what's, what's going on? What, you got anything coming up? What are, you, what are your thoughts about this, Corona? Well, um, the corona, it, it, it's here. It's real. It's what we have to deal with. This is a perfect opportunity, just like 9-11, to come together as Americans and, and, and actually support one another. I, I want to throw out a, a huge shout out to our first line defenders out there, yeah. and that's our medical professionals yes. that are dealing with it on a regular basis. And that includes my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I did, I did a self-imposed you know, kind of shelter in place. But I took that personal responsibility. I'm not listening to yeah. some politician mm-hmm. or a bunch of groups that are giving out a bunch of different information and data. And I'm glad you guys covered that about giving out the right data. So Steve did a great job on that. He really did. But pay attention. If you are if you are exposed to to these elements and, and you at are at a higher risk, I have no problem with that. But those of us that are healthy, we should not be destroying our economy. We should not, you know, we talk about social distancing, but we should not be destroying what truly makes us Americans. And that is that socialization. Yeah. We've gotten, I think we get too caught up in Facebook and, and instead of actually having real conversations as you guys are doing today. And yeah. again, thank you for having the bravery and the courage to actually do it. I want to see more people actually having conversations and not with the name calling, you know, mm. being calm and cooler heads. Yeah. Again, that's why I like Dr. Suggs over there. He's pretty <laughs> George mild. told me to bring you over though. George yeah, called George, and said, make sure it's, it's I'm here better. because of George. That's right. Hey, George, hey, thanks so much for uh, joining us on Black and Right, bud. Thanks so much for all your support. My pleasure. Too. All right. Yeah, anytime. Take all care, right. guys. Thank Safe. you. Now, it show's over. One segment left. Hey, go over to Facebook, share this post, uh, download the post, uh, like the page, follow the page. You're listening to Black and Right on AM 560 The Answer. We'll be right back.
now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Hey, welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, alongside my guest co-host, Dr. Kevin Suggs. Hey. Dude, you, that, was, that was quicker than last time, wasn't it? Much quicker than last time, but it was good topics. Good, it was good topics. Good discussion. And what people don't know is we winged this whole show. <laughs> <laughs> We just basically winged this whole show. We it didn't, worked. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, so, Kevin, what are you doing? Um, where can people follow you? So, so currently I'm the Bremen Township Republican Organization Committeeman. Um, and uh, so people can follow me. We have our Facebook page at Bremen Township Republican Organization. And also they can, you know, if they wanted to do some uh, emailing and then we can go from there as far as phone number exchange later. But uh, BremenGOP1 at gmail.com. Wait, there are black Republicans in Bremen Township. <laughs> there, there are few. They will not. They will not identify themselves, but they, but they are, are out there. Yep. They'll vote. They'll vote in the general. They'll vote. Yep. <laughs> they won't vote in the primaries most, mostly because they don't want to get you know outed. You see them walking on the street, you won't know. <laughs> but they'll vote in that primary. That's right. No, but um, thanks so much for coming on. But you know, one of the things I, I really want to talk about, what, what I want to leave the listening audience with is, there is hope. I'm sorry, Siri. <laughs> Siri just told me she didn't. She doesn't think she understands. <laughs> but 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 let's have hope. Let's 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 push hope yep. to people. Yep, we're resilient. We're resi- we'll get over this mm-hmm. together. Yep, we can fight this. Yep, we can get through this. You know, I, even though even though we don't agree with a lot of the decisions that were made, you know what the decisions are made. People, we, there are things we don't know that others that the others who are making decisions don't know. Mm-hmm. But let's have conversations. Right. Let's have real conversations. Conversations where I, you, I don't, I'm not concerned about you beating me up because I have a difference of opinion or view mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. But you know, I there's hope. People are people are getting healed. Mm-hmm. People are make are, are coming back from being exposed and infected and having ho- to be hospitalized from the coronavirus. Right. You know. Yep. So you know they've got a, they've got a cure, and we just got to you know watch well, the stats. Well, they have the something that can, that's fighting it. It's fighting say. it, right? Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Let me. That yeah, was a cure. long statement. Sorry. <laughs> cure. So, forgive me, everybody. Yeah. They have something that's going to help to alleviate yeah. or, or slow down the yeah. the, uh, the ramp up. And, and I mean, and I, I reached out to a, a a neighbor of mine. You know, um, Butch. Hey, Butch. Um, he's you know he's fairly old. I, I wanted to know if he needed anything. Mm-hmm. This is the time. This is this is what makes America great. Mm-hmm. Us. Yep. The people. Yep. We make America great. Not a politician, not a policy, not a legis- legislative agenda. We, you, I, me, right. Right. those that are out there, those who are suffering right now, those who need help, those other people. That's that's what makes America great. Right. It's us. It's you, me. Mm-hmm. We can continue. We can get uh, I got to keep harping on this because I, I heard so many people that are afraid about what's happening. They're concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You know, some of these people may infected by it. you may get it right but you know you have a you have a you have a strong some of you who have those strong people behind, around you we're going to get through this together right you know if you need me come to the black and right facebook page come to my page you need food or anything there's places like bags of hope mm-hmm. uh who are delivering food to people in oswego and i mean um uh, plainfield and joliet area and lockport area there are organizations like that 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 that's here to help you reach out go mm-hmm. come to black and right i'm if if you are an organization that can help people please reach out to me on black and right radio i want to be i do want to be a resource center for people who need help right. who need help who mm-hmm. who are concerned about these things right. so yeah. you know kevin thanks so much for joining me this week 
Thank um, you for what you do. Yeah, I really appreciated you joining me. We're going to get over this, people. We're going to get through this together. You know, um, I just want to thank, you know, George, George, um, chairman, I should say, George <laughs> Pearson for calling in. My good buddy, Steve Phillips, thank you so much for calling in. Mm-hmm. You know, Black and Right is a show where I want people to know and to understand it's okay to be black. It's okay to be conservative. It's okay to be white. <laughs> it's okay to be whatever race you belong to. Right. It's okay to be different. It's okay to think different. Yes. You know, it's okay to be to be somebody that, you know, hey, Kevin, we and I don't agree on everything. That's right. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but more than anything, I want you to know and understand it's okay to be black and right. Mm-hmm. See you next week. See you. <laughs>